going in a houseboat with our whole family together or extended family and getting around. It's a magnificent way I to I adopted enjoy it later in life and yeah, you rather did. than having fond memories, I struggle to remember what happened on the houseboat and the things I can remember I'm trying to suppress. <laughs> but uh, I shouldn't say that with Jody on the line. Tales from uni-related houseboat trips in the late 80s. But, Jody, in all seriousness, it must be heartbreaking, you know, right on the cusp of summer and, and with fears that when the water does now seemingly inevitably hit, it's going to stick around for so long that you guys might be out of action, you know, well into the uh, the new year. Yep. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, it's pretty, pretty surreal still at the moment, to be honest. Like, even though the water's coming up, and I'm watching it every day, the levels that it's going to get to, you know, you sit here trying to visualise it, and it's bizarre. And, and yes, it'll go well into the new year. I don't think we'll really be up and running until oh, March, hmm, maybe crikey. April. So going because, into Easter. It depends on the clean-up. Well, yeah, exactly. And and when you look at when there's been big floods in the past, the water's stuck around. For the benefit of us landlocked city folk, some people might go, well, what? If there's heaps of extra water, how does that mean you can't use a houseboat? Well, first of all, the current, that, that's just getting way too strong. So, you know, if you were just driving straight up and down the river, <laughs> that might be okay. But, you know, as you come around corners or trying to moor um, and reverse and stuff like that, the current just grabs you. And if you've got a, you know, a tree that's even a few metres away, you're liable to go straight into it, you know. Um so that's one thing. And then the other stuff is the debris coming down the river. Um, you know, we have to sort of stop it once we start getting logs hitting motors and stuff like that. Um, and also, too, because it's a lot wider, people forget that there's stuff under the river where they are if they go to the edge. Yeah, right. So, you know, there's pontoons, there's jetties, all that sort of stuff that are still underwater, trees that you can't even see anymore. You know, I go along areas that I know all the time, and I'm like, um, there's a tree there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how long so, have you yeah, lived on the river, Jodie? Like Sorry? How long have you lived on the river? You sound young. I'm, I'm certainly not going to ask you if you can remember the 74 floods. Uh, well, no, I was only two then. However, <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents, they were around, so they've always had um, shacks on the river. So I've been on the river all my life, um, and I've been running the business here in Morgan for 20 years. Um, so, you know, I've seen enough. Um, I certainly remember the 80s and the 90s. Mm. Um, and, and the last couple of floods, really, they were just high waters more than anything, or a mild flood. But um, that was uh, that was 94,000. Um, and we still ran the boat at that stage because we were just sort of on the edge of, you know, do we stop or not? Whereas this time, I don't know, the current seemed to come a little quicker mm. um, before the 94,000 megs. So um, we stopped about, um, oh, it might have been three weeks ago, a month ago. I've lost track of time, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, Jody, the, uh, yeah. the, the state government have canvassed some sort of assistance package with you guys, I think, squarely in mind for it. Has, has anyone from the, the government made contact or have you got any further information on what that might look like? No, nothing yet. Nothing. We're, I know as much as you guys. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, just, saw, I saw one of your fellow houseboat operators was having a bit of a raised eyebrow about the promises so far because he, he said, uh, 
sounds like potentially what's being talked about is some sort of promotional campaign urging people to take a houseboat mm. holiday, which if you can't take one to April next year would not be... <laughs> Yes, sound, the sound you make was the word I was looking for. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Enough said. Look, you know what? In the clean-up, coming closer to the clean-up time, um, you know, as well as, well, financially we'd love some help, obviously, on the way, but at the clean-up at the end, there's just going to be so much carnage because even just in, in the 2016 and 11-12 floods, like, the first one was up for six months, right? And back then, I lost about two metres of my bank because it was up for six months. So, And that wasn't even under the house or anything like that. So the clean-up's going to be massive, and I, I think a lot of us are going to struggle with um, rebuilding our bank, you know, mm-hmm. our frontages, mm-hmm. because so much will go. And, you know, it digs out underneath. I'm on a big corner, so it just continuously digs, digs, digs. And so even... Then you've got the, you know, the digging out underneath, so it makes the land really unstable. Mm. Well, maybe we should preemptively dec- declare 2023 the year of the houseboat I holiday, so. and we should all mm. try to book one so you can at least top up your depleted coffers in the second half of uh, next year, Jody. Jody Reynolds, she was a lot of fun. Mm. Nice, stoic Aussie response there yep. to the impending... Catastrophe, uh, who's the manager of Foxtail Houseboats in Morgan. Good on you, Jody. Looked them up on their website. The, the houseboats look magnificent as well. They're really superb-looking vessels. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.